then we're just gonna go. All right, sounds good. Because we've proven that we're at least manageable at such things. We are competent podcasters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to make sure you put that one in there, podcasters. Uh, <laughs> we're good at well, some things, <laughs> exactly. But the we list might be short. <laughs> we can project and talk ad length about stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode one sixty two. Uh, I am Johnny Samson, John Swanson, coming to you today on March the first. Right? Yeah, it March is the, the March 1st, the first twenty three. Um, that's the voice of the always sensual sounding James Butler Primus. How's it going, man? You know, I I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing. I am confused though. Okay, so where does Samsonite come from? What is? Oh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Because oh. her last name actually is Swanson. Oh. And then when have you ever? Please tell me you've seen that movie. That's the one with. I'm just kidding. No, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Jim Carrey's <laughs> Canadian, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. He's from Toronto. <laughs> I, I. That's East Coast. I don't know. It's not even oh, a coast. It's a gotcha. East, Eastern. Near West, you represent the West Coast. Is yeah, there, we, we, West got Coast, Ryan, East Coast? we got Ryan Reynolds and Seth Rogen, so we get the laugh. Oh well, <laughs> I'm sorry about Seth Rogen, but Ryan yeah. Reynolds is pretty. Bad Seth Rogen's see, Seth Rogen's not too bad. Like the reality though is he's just kind of like, I, like he's he's very Vancouver. He's he's a stoner and uh, <laughs> and uh, he's made a he's made a pretty successful life for himself. I just don't think he's a good lead man in any movie or show. He does really good as a supporting role. Yeah, I mean, he's made his career off of, like, uh, not of announcing, right? And yeah. Being, I don't, I've never listened to his podcast, but... Oh, I haven't, I haven't actually listened to it either, but... Oh, man. I know, I know he started a line of weed. Oh, interesting. <laughs> or, some, yeah, or, it, or containers for them. His podcast is one of the most popular... Or it used to be, but he's done he did. Like thousands of episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, how is it? Uh, how's it going up there? I think every year in Minnesota, I feel like it gets warm either in February or early March. We got like a huge dump of snow this last week. Yeah, for no reason. It was just like it was all starting to warm up, and then they're like, "Hey, guess what? You're sick of winter. Here's some more mm-hmm. of it." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was a that was a real bummer. But I'm guessing for you, like spring doesn't actually start till like May or June, kind of like it does down here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's it's like we we hope it starts mid March, but it typically doesn't. We don't get summer until like July, and then like that's late July. <laughs> exactly. It's like God yeah, damn my, it. <laughs> my my son keeps asking me when it's gonna be warm, and I keep telling him you can count on it in June sometime. Yeah, yeah. But until then, you never know. But uh, anyway, episode 162, thank you for joining us. Uh, <laughs> Angie was also going to join us, but she's caught the, she must have gotten sick of my potato jokes or something because she's got food poisoning. <laughs> uh, and Chris is watching uh, that Ant-Man 3 or whatever, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. He's stuck in the quantum realm, so yeah. we will we'll not. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not really old or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a slightly worse for wear, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I told him not to listen to last week's podcast because I think I I don't know that I spoiled it, but I don't know that he wanted to. I don't know if there's anything worth spoiling anyway. But I don't. Uh, I I haven't seen Ant Man. I plan to see it. I don't know why I haven't yet. I think I've just been low, dude. It's I've not just worth had a it. low drive. I did- but I love. So like I grew I like I was a huge comic book fan. I don't have them anymore. I like sold a whole shitload of my comics. But I got boxes and boxes of long boxes of comics. Marvel was my shit. I collected so much Marvel. Um, Ant Man, some of the early Ant Man stuff, I loved. I loved like uh, that was probably one of my favorite Avengers. Like growing up, and this is before like this is like before. Like the Avengers movies were a big thing, um, but um, yeah, no, I, I'm stoked. All of those movies, I watch them. Even I, I think the worst one I've seen was Thor: The Dark World, and uh, 
Is that the most recent one? No, no, no. It was oh. uh, it was the second one. And I just I I went to that movie and I watched. I sat in that movie theater and I went alone. This is the first time I've ever gone to a movie theater alone. But I just really wanted to watch a Marvel movie, so I went in and watched it. And I was sitting there. And uh, I typically halfway like or at certain parts in a movie, I would turn to whoever I'm with and but hey, this is a reference to this or X, Y and Z. The mm-hmm. stuff that people absolutely hate. And I do that. And uh, like um, the in the first like five minutes of the show, they like this rock monster comes out. It's like, oh, this is from the very first issue like of Thor. Like, well, not issue of Thor is the amazing journey or whatever the original run uh, he appeared in and I, I turned and there's nobody beside me, but who was beside me was this like old couple that like were at the movie, like they're well into their seventies and the old, they were getting so giddy and talking to each other. I was like, Holy shit. These old people are sitting beside me. They get these references and they're super stoked about it. They read these books when they were like growing up, these issues they probably have these issues lying around and they're just getting so excited about all these references. And every time I caught a reference, I'd look over to them and they were getting so excited about these references. And it was like, I didn't say anything. I didn't know these people, but I was just like sitting there going like, that's, I want to be that. I, so I don't even care if it's a bad movie. If I, I have your a goal time, in life, you want that. I want to be an old person in a movie theater getting excited about stupid references that nobody else understands. Yeah, no, that's that's totally understandable, man. I think that's all anybody wants, really. <laughs> to somebody that understands the most. Oh, John has been interrupted by his child. It's okay. He'll be right back. I'm going to soothe you with the sensual sounds of my voice for uh, one more second. <laughs> At least we think. Nailed. Uh, but yeah, isn't that all you want in life? Somebody who knows your, shares your love of the esoteric things that yes. you find so enjoyable. Yeah. Such as like, uh, like Seinfeld quotes. And for me, <laughs> that's all it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, let me get through this lowdown here quick. If you want to be part of the conversation or have something you want us to chime in on, hit us up on Twitter at MN Gamers Podcast. Email us, podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. You can text or voicemail 507-291-2991. And mngamers.substack.com is where you can check out the newsletter. And you can also go to our website, mostlynormalgamers.com, and check that out. But, um, yeah, so just real quick, I, I mean, I can appreciate your... I feel like you're part of the problem then, man. Like if, yeah, you're, I am. if you're just giving them money, <laughs> regardless of says, at least. The, the, the kind of crap that they're putting out yeah. because I love, uh, what's Ant-Man's name? Which the one character in this one? In the uh, series. Scott Lang. No, like the, uh, Oh, Paul who Rudd. Plays him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love Paul Rudd, man. He's funny, yeah. dude. Uh, yes. and it, like if he wasn't in it, I don't know that I would have even bothered seeing it other than I like, going with the buddy that i went with and that's pretty much the only time i get to see him is when we go to movies but um yeah i don't know it's they they they're going the wrong direction there's too many i think we talked about this last week yeah we definitely did i Um, i i get it i know i totally understand where you're coming from i think the last thor movie was pretty blase but um i i don't know i i still left the thor movie feeling good like like I was enjoy, I enjoyed certain takes that they did. I did dislike certain things. I did think they went too funny. It was my that was my problem with Guardians of the Galaxy two. This is a video game podcast. Guardians of the Galaxy two, um, because like they just took too many uh, of the like they just made everything a joke. Even like the serious moments where you're like, um, oh, like this is supposed to be like a somber, heartfelt moment. Uh, main character loses somebody and it's really important and they make a joke about it and then suddenly it's not as like you've ruined that moment right and uh, I felt like they did that a lot in Guardians 2 and I felt like they did that a lot in Thor as well or the Mm -hmm. most recent Thor Ragnarok was probably like they struck struck gold with Ragnarok because they just came off to really like trying to be way too serious movies and then um they they took it in a completely different direction and it was perfect um 
but yeah, it's anyway. That's not a video game. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's okay. We're yeah. allowed to go on tangents. But um, I'm going to go ahead and start this time because oh, good. I've been playing uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. And it is fantastic. Is it? It is like just the most like mm, pleasure. Like, no, like what's a good word for it? It just feels very delightful. That's a good word for it. I think like all the characters are very, you can obviously be a jerk if you want to like the dialogue options (laughs) allow you to be like, or if you finish a task for someone, you can like this girl has you go get these. I can't even remember what they're called. Like gobble balls or something like that. Something weird like that. And you go retrieve them for her. And she's like, Oh, thank you so much. And you can, you can say like, Oh, I'm going to keep them. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe I deserve a reward for it or whatever. Yeah. And you're a, so you're allowed to be a jerk if you want to, but I'm not playing it that way. And yeah. uh, it's just really delightful. I've, I've forgotten how much I miss that like universe, how much I enjoyed it uh, during the movies and also like reading the books and stuff. It's, it's, it's great. I don't know. It's it's again a very large open worldy kind of game, or open. What do we like? What do we call God of War? Open zone. Open zone. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like open zone. I think you can walk from one place to the other, like but God you wouldn't War do that. Has elements of like Metroidvania in it, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. that in like a giant three dimensional setting. Yeah, and this but, I just really miss. Oh oh. I just forgotten how much I missed it and enjoyed it when it Fair was uh, in the zeitgeist. And also, I think just an interesting tidbit. I have a couple of thoughts. Like, it's strange to me that somebody who wrote this world, created this world, where you like you go talk to like goblins and house elves, and mm-hmm. they all are desirous of the same like unity even though they're different and that that different is made like salient so that you can understand that them coming together for a purpose is 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 meaningful do you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah yeah. and it's strange to me that when that somebody who created that world and thinks apparently in such a way can try to be so divisive to a group of individuals that they simply don't understand and even if who cares if they understand them or not want to exclude them from those those rights and that unity yeah do you know what i mean it's so oppositional i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah no it is it's i think honestly i think i saw like it was like a daily show quote um but some basically it was something like there's a certain type of rich person that literally just creates conflict for the sake of creating more excitement in their life because they've kind of achieved everything they want. So I think maybe it's, it's something to do with that. Like it's, it's, it's this sort of need for some, some exciting thing without actually doing anything or creating anything. She kind of (laughs) like wrote her, uh, her, life's work and that's it it's kind of over yeah which is sad in its own regard but then another point that i think is standing out to me is her we can be it's kind of akin to what you were saying a couple weeks ago when we were all talking about uh the reviews of the game and how we felt about the game in general and the conflict there uh with the anti-transgender stuff uh you you alluded to like you never know what's going to happen down the line like when her um offspring or whoever gets her her heirs who what they're going to do with that money like but on that same token like she's created tried to create this hateful feedback or hateful message that she wants to perpetuate yeah and this game because of that message has dug its feet in and made sure that everyone who plays it knows that that's not their stance, which yeah. is in complete defiance of what she wants to stand for. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that in this day and age is going to be far more uh, substantial than anything that she does with her cronies that are anti-transgender. Like, it's so funny too because she's she's sitting there fighting for women's rights right and it, like that's what her her thing is like she's standing for women's rights but excluding trans women which is just like kind of absurd that like it's like what about trans men or that is she going to exclude them too because it's pretty specific to trans women she's saying that women are unsafe around uh uh, essentially uh, trans, trans women, right? That That is not of, they're not equal. And therefore, because uh, a trans, it, it, anyway, I don't want to get into the, I don't I really, that's not what I wanted to talk about. But into the it, weeds, yeah. Yeah, it, but like the point is like, it's so weird that like somebody who's, yeah, who's created a word of, world of inclusivity. And obviously there's like, deliberate racism and stuff like that in the in the stories like they literally there's a pure blood wizard group that hates like non-magicals or or not full what is it um they call them mudbloods mudbloods yeah yeah yeah. it's like they have they have literal like racist words in it and you are meant to hate these characters they are written in a way that you hate them right Mm -hmm. but then here she is standing and basically being like up if you're not a pure blood woman then you are disgusting and she like it's literally (laughs) she is the her own antagonist from her written works like it's it's fucking bizarre anyway dude 100 percent. like it is so strange to me that yeah you're absolutely right like i do think that and this might be a little bit too uh i'm not trying to create everything as pollyanna like everything's fine but i do think we tend to focus on the negative without giving lending credence to what has become positive from the bad like yeah and while she's out there trying to disseminate this negative message, like we do have to uh, acknowledge the fact that this game is doing something positive for those people. Uh, and and that's a good thing. And we yeah. have to think of that positivity. I, I, I don't know. It's made me, I don't know. It's made me enjoy the game even more, like trying to have or like obtaining that perspective, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited to finish it. I, I like just was so engulfed with exploring hogwarts (laughs) i'm like level i think i'm level 15 or 16 and i'm doing uh missions that are your level requirement is four so (laughs) i'm a bit op because i was just like so enamored with going around and just seeing what uh what it looked like it's literally like you're in a theme park you know yeah. what I mean? And you're allowed to walk around in it with, now, and have magical powers. Now, Clue is doing very well right now, like as far as sales. And it, it's probably no doubt that there, a sequel is going to get made. Oh, yeah. Um, I would think so. Now, does the game take place over like a, a school year? I believe so. I, or like, I, have has it like a, a time passed like at a point in the game where you're like, oh, it's been a year and I'm coming back? Or is it like... Like I'm pretty just... sure it'll be like a Harry Potter novel where it takes place in, in one year. And but you're, I haven't... you're a new student, right? Yeah. And I'm probably like 10 plus hours into it, but I haven't gotten past like the first season. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. how oh, a, yeah, in yeah. a Harry Potter novel, it, it goes from the beginning to like fall and then they have their little dance thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, then the spring, that's usually when it hits the fan, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I haven't even gotten into like the fall because okay. I'm yeah. so just like exploring. That's all awesome. Of these oh, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Um, but there is a ton of stuff to do. Like it's, it's, it reminds me of like an, an Assassin's Creed game with a smaller map because okay. there's just so much stuff to do, but it's kind of what I've been asking for rather than having these massive worlds where you just yeah. reiterate uh, asset after asset and have all these spaces that are beautiful, but just, redundant they've consolidated it and made it so every area is just super detailed you know what i mean yeah like every area of the castle is really detailed there's not a lot of 
redundancy as far as assets go. It's it's something else, man. The voice acting's fantastic. And I'm always enamored with British people. I don't know if I've made that public on this podcast, but if just the way they talk, it's yeah, just it's delightful. I mean, you know what I mean? I've started well, using the phrases in my professional emails, for God's sake. <laughs> if you ever want uh, some more Harry Potter content that is strictly not from J.K. Rowling, um, I strongly recommend uh, anybody watch the first movie uh, with the audio of Wizard People, Dear Readers. You can get it on SoundCloud. It's by Brad Neely. Brad Neely is a famous cartoonist who's done mm-hmm. Baby Cakes, Professor Brothers, and China, Illinois, as well, well as Hog Nolan, Scooplio, Peeplio. I can't remember the fucking show's name. And uh, The Harper House. But uh, amazing comedian, Absolutely yeah. hilarious. And Wizard People, Dear Readers, is the only way I will ever watch the first movie <laughs> ever again. So I don't blame you because that one's <laughs> that one doesn't hold as well. Like, yeah, all the other ones, I feel like, I don't know. I, they're really good after Goblet of Fire, I think, is my favorite or one of my favorites. Yeah. And I'd say so with the books. The first three books, the third book gets a little bit more uh, or a little less juvenile. Yeah. Um, and then at four, I feel like it really takes off. And the movies are similar, I think. Yeah. But I've think, seen I what you're talking about. It's like a bad lip reading, right? Yes. Where they basically Wait, he, just talk over it. He talks over it. It's just him. And what it, yeah. it started, I think the joke started, he was drinking with some buddies and they saw a kid playing pool by himself with headphones over his like hoodie. And they're like, I wonder what he's listening to. And he said he's probably listening to uh, Harry Potter on tape. And then started narrating like fake like passages from Harry Potter. And his friends thought it was so funny that he had to do a bit <laughs> about it. So he goes home and tries to do it. And he realizes it's so hard because he's never actually read Harry Potter or watched <laughs> the movies. So he decided to like mute the movie and narrate what's happening. And so he like slowly goes through the movie. And so he gets so many details sort of right, which is hilarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he's like just going off the wall with other details. And he's got this unique way of like speaking where he's so descriptive in just the absurd ways. Um, and just like he's he's his wor- use of words is just phenomenal. And so when he's talking, he's like got all of these like it's just like expressions and ex- it just like as if it's a normal thing. And it's just the, the most like it sounds like it's the most off the cuff stuff. And what he did is he did these sh- as shows. He would, he would rent out a movie theater like he'd rent it like to do a show. Uh, they would get an old reel of Her- the first Harry Potter movie because they had the trilogy had been like the first three had been out by this time. And uh, they would put it on on like with low volume and he would sit up front and read it on stage, like in front of everybody at the theater and people would pay money to see it. But then I guess Warner brothers was not uh, okay with this. So that because technically by all means, he has every right to do this as far as like the, um, uh, uh, the, I can't remember what is the right, the, uh, I'm drawing a blank. The, um, Eula and parody Eula law, like, like basically you're, you're allowed to make parody of, of content. Mm. And by doing this, he's allowed to do it. He's allowed he's allowed to show it and make a parody of it. Um, um, and so basically, they couldn't like tell him, give him a cease and desist because he's doing nothing wrong. Um, so he, but so Warner Brothers actually just went to the theaters and said like, "Hey, if you do this, you're not getting the rest of the movies." And so they had to like kibosh him doing it in the theaters. So he just put it up on SoundCloud. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And and now you have to, it's kind of like uh, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon with uh, Wizard of Oz. You have to, (laughs) don't you have to like, you have to set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Play it on SoundCloud. He's like, play the movie now. And it's like, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) I forgot about that. That is good stuff. If you haven't seen it out there listening, it is totally worth watching. And I kind of want to go watch it now because I think you're right. That's, I was thinking about rewatching the movies and, there's no way I would want to do that. Yeah. Because the first one just isn't, it's not that it's bad. It's just a little bit. It's too bad. Deep. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like even as a yeah, kid, when I went to see it, I remember leaving the theater super disappointed. Oh, really? And it's, yeah. And like, I was like, I mean, I wasn't as like 
tiny kid, but I, I still remember like I had a fondness for these books and I remember leaving the theater and being like, that wasn't a good movie. <laughs> they missed so much that I thought was important. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it just felt super rushed, super like, I don't know, like loosely strung together. And like, I don't know, I just thought thought it was uh, wasn't very good. But fair enough. Well, um, yeah, so I'll keep people updated on that one. Uh, and then I did get Metroid. I yes! went to Mall of America and purchased it, but just yesterday, and I haven't had an opportunity to play it yet. Oh, the physical copy so, then? Yeah, they had it at the GameStop at the Mall of America. Because it is the Mall of America. And it I is, hate that yeah. place, man, the Mall of America. I've never so, even heard of it, but it sounds the worst. It's, it's <laughs> terrible. I've, I've forgotten. I think I have like maybe past trauma from malls or something because i can last about two to three hours in a mall and then i start to get like really hot and anxious and then oh, yeah. i have to like go home so yeah that's as long as i can go but anyway how about yourself what have you been playing i have well i'm actually so i love this i love you not actually knowing because we don't have a dock up i'm holding yeah, the card i kind of like this we like we went from chris thankfully like he did a great job revamping the dock and then now we just kind of go yeah which (laughs) i kind of like the flow of it and yeah it makes it so that i can have a little bit more of a organic response okay so i'm going to talk about something i've been playing real quick like literally like five minutes before we started recording (laughs) um but uh so i kick-started this game a while back and it's called whisker squadron have you heard of this? Uh, so Whisker Squadron is um, essentially it, they wanted to make an, a, a new Star Fox game, uh, but like not with all the other crap in Star Fox. They just wanted to have a good Star Fox game like classic 64. And uh, it would use procedurally generated uh, levels with like a set kind of standard standardized levels, character lines and all that sort of stuff with like, you're talking people. Um, but, uh, it would be procedurally generated. So every time you play these levels, it would be new and fresh. And, uh, so they've been working on it for quite some time. Um, it's been backed. I I managed to, to back it and whatnot, but while they were doing it, they were farting around and saw the success that vampire survivors was getting. And they're like, hey, I wonder if we could do like some sort of Vampire Survivors-esque mode for it. And so they started messing around with that. And then they just put out the demo for Whisker Squadron Survivor. And uh, so I'm messing around with it. It's like Star Fox procedurally generated as like levels get like go as you gain levels, you buy like power ups for your ship and then you just keep playing until you die. And uh, I'm just been playing that little demo. It feels good. It looks, it looks good. cool. It's, it looks um, uh, it's like cell shaded kind of. Yeah, slightly like. cell shaded. It's got music that sounds slightly Mega Man esque, and uh, it's it's really solid. I'm really excited for the actual game, but they just like, hey, here's a <laughs> a little mini game that we made while we're making it. Um, and of course, if you couldn't tell, like Whisker Squadron, your team are are cats instead of like fox, bird, rabbit, and frog. Um, and they do like the the like like original Star Fox for Super Nintendo, where there's just like bit 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 bit, and then the text comes out. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they're gonna have voice actors or not. I thought they were, but I think Whiskers, or at least the demo that I'm playing, they don't have it. But uh, it's it's pretty good. It flows. It's it's it feels like Star Fox. I'm really excited to see what happens with that but i've only i've literally only been (laughs) farting around with it for a few minutes when's the next when's the actual game release i thought it's getting close i thought it was this year sometime but maybe i i I might be getting the jump i think it might be next year actually oh yeah it does say 2024 it is 2024 the whisker squadron survivor other than the demo is q2 2023 so, so that's that's what it is. The survivor is this year, and then the actual game comes out next year, which is like they're just making Survivor the first game in the series now, which is just like great. Fair this enough. is awesome. <laughs> kind of working backwards, but yeah. 
Um, anyway, so, so it's kind of like a, maybe it's a prequel before the first game comes out. It's kind of what um, uh, what was the blood, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Um, they did that because while it was being kickstarted, they gave the right, like they got Inti Creates to make like a prequel and they made Curse of the Moon. And in my opinion, Curse of the Moon was way better than Ritual of the Night. <laughs> Like the 8-bit um, one, right? Yeah, it was so good. It played just like Castlevania 3, except for like just like modernized and smooth. And oh, it was perfect. And then they made a sequel to that, which was still better, um, which is just so funny that uh, good games. If you haven't yeah. played those. Dude, it's weird. I can do 8 or I can do. I love 16-bit. Love yeah. it. 8-bit. No. <laughs> nothing to do with it. I don't know why. There's just like the I go from. I think as I started gaming, actually, like hard, more hardcore on my own. Yeah. Like had my own system and stuff when I on Super Nintendo. So fair enough. See, but I did play that game and I, I was like, yeah, I, it was that I was like, I can't do this 8-bit graphics. Oh man. See, uh, I, I loved it. Every little bit of that, that sort of style, I'm there for it. And, uh, it's, I mean, maybe that's the same case. Like I started on like my first games was the original Mario Brothers, uh, l- original Re- Legend of Zelda, Mega Man Two. Like these are like those are the games I grew up with. These are the games that was a f- huge focus for me. And so maybe that's just like that era of gaming was like imprinted on my mind. <laughs> exactly. It's like my my oldest kid. Uh, they uh, they used to say like when. <laughs> I get them to play like video games. They played, what was it? They played Twilight Princess for a bit as a kid. And then like, I tried to get them to play like Wind Waker or a link to the past or like other games like that. They're like, no, I want to play the real Zelda. And it shot. It's like, no, there's so many better ones. Anyway, um, I've also been playing uh, a little game called weird West. And I think I mentioned it before but i'm actually like giving it the old junior college try um it's kind of like a top down it's what was the you were playing ascent the ascent yeah and um it's i think it's in the same vein like it's a top down twin stick shooter styled um game where you essentially are uh you start off as a female bounty hunter and uh you travel around the world like it's a classic fallout game and you you just you're trying to find your husband and it's it's really cool like you do bounties you go and uh you go to various locations on a giant map um i switched it from the twin sticks setting because they can do it you like i don't know i just having a hard time doing twin stick shooter style games so i switched it so when i pull out my guns it just like the camera focuses from behind and i rotate that way rather than just point the stick in the direction i want to shoot um, it was just easier for my brain to comprehend. But other than that, it plays great. There's stealth aspects to it. Um, anyway, I just finished her storyline only to find out that there's like five characters that you play through the stories of in the same world. And oh, so wow. now I'm I'm playing as like this pig man and he's got his own like stuff that's going on. And you start halfway through the like in an area of the map I never explored yet and you go back and uh, I, I just r- hired her as like my companion, like my first character as my companion. It's cool because it's like it flows. It's all part the of the story, story flows. Yeah. yeah. And cool. uh, I guess they're all connected by a brand that they got. And so the brand is kind of like taking control of them and you are that entity that's controlling them. Gotcha. So it's really cool i'm really enjoying it It, is it still on game pass yeah that's how i'm playing it okay and you know what the uh the thing about it is i think it what i love about it is it's like this is what i would love a modern fallout game to be but it doesn't have uh it doesn't have the the writing of fallout so it kind of is a little like it just it's just a little bit like I don't care sometimes about what people are saying to me because the writing's just not superb. But the uh, the story itself, like the overarching story, is still entertaining. So I want to be a part of it. Um. So yeah, I, I've been playing that. Um. I 
I'm I'm fucking I'm loving it. Good man. I figured you might like that game. Yeah. I might have to I don't know. It's it would be low on my list, but I did want to try it when it came out. Yeah. Um that have you been playing anything else? Um nothing huge. I've I started playing Breath of the Wild again. Oh I saw stream, that on yeah, stream. I saw that. And it was it was a good while of me <laughs> struggling to figure out all the controls again and like oh they <laughs> <laughs> on stream and like somebody <laughs> clips me as I like uh, I walk up to like you know how like in Breath of the Wild they got all those like stone like ore in like these like pieces of uh, minimal outcrops and I was like oh I remember I can use bombs to blow these up so I got the bomb out and I went to drop it but instead of drop I triggered the explode the bomb button and just killed myself and I was like well <laughs> that's the wrong button <laughs> and it yeah, felt sounds like about right that, that happened like so many times yeah um but just yeah. getting those that mind reset ready for yeah. uh was it tears of the kingdom right yes yeah that's that's kind of what i was was doing and i already had to change like some button configurations because i was like oh god this is terrible yeah i do Dude, not like the jump being at the top so i switched it so it was at the bottom it is hard to get used to that man yeah and, like that nintendo thing is is a real swap especially when you're playing stuff on xbox it's not as or it is the same no. i feel like playstation's been in line with more xbox and nintendo's i'm not gonna say it's backwards it's just a difference so here's the thing so xbox and playstation you like while their buttons are all in completely different spots right the the button we're gonna really talk about is the x button press x and everybody's just press X. Well, it's like Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation all have their X button in a different location on the controller. Um, at the very least, Xbox and PlayStation have the same activation. Like the 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 way you select things is the bottom most button on the controller, and the way you cancel things is the rightmost button on the controller, whether it's X or whatever. Nintendo has notoriously been the reverse. It does because it's out of Japan and it's a regional thing. Because PlayStation in Japan used to be you press circle to select, right? Then then you push X to X out of it. Um, and but apparently the PS5 is the first time they went with the American uh, controller setup. Um, yeah, we converted so, them to the right side. Yeah, the, which is <laughs> that's the way you do it. Um, but the problem is Xbox and uh, Nintendo, their face buttons are just inverted. So A and B are like it is B and A and X and Y is Y and X. And it drives me up the wall because I see the letter and I instinctively go for the Nintendo action and get it wrong. And then now that I've been playing a bit of Xbox more, I see the... <laughs> it's, I see I've been going to Nintendo and doing the exact opposite and I can't wire my brain <laughs> to figure it out. Uh, Dude, where that's one of my concerns with playing. I like, I don't know if I'm going to start Metroid before I finish Hogwarts for that exact reason. Oh, like yeah. I don't, I'm worried about the controls getting me goofed up playing two games at the same time. I know. I, mean, I don't know. You finished Metroid. I, what do you think? Is that going to be confusing? or? Well, I guess you are not playing Hogwarts, but I guess Hogwarts follows a similar But I, was, I have been playing Xbox and PlayStation games at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I think you'll be fine. I think I'll, because I don't know, for me, though, um, Metroid Prime Remastered had uh, bumper controls, which was like I could do bumper jumper. You could shoot with like the, the shoulder buttons. Um, you could uh, do everything like pretty much with the shoulder buttons and use the face buttons for a few things. But the face buttons also have those exact controls keyed up to them as well. So you can shoot with the face buttons. You can jump with the face buttons and morph ball with the face buttons. So you can like it, it's a hybrid of both controls. And so I think at the end of the day, if you get hung up on the face buttons, just switch to the shoulder buttons. Yeah, that's the nice thing about having newer controllers and playing older games is they can usually make the controls slightly redundant to where you're doing like the numerous buttons do the same thing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But I am looking forward to playing it. Um, oh, it's so smooth. <clears throat> it's so good. Just real quick, I haven't been playing anything else either, and I'm totally fine dropping a short episode, but I, I did want to get your thoughts on um, the state of play. Did you ever watch it? I did watch it. I'm trying okay. to remember what I saw. <laughs> exactly. I was just... It's, I don't think it was super good. No. I think feel like the Resident Evil trailer, they probably could have just released sometime and yeah. it would have been fine. But uh, yeah, I don't... And there was a lot of VR games or there were quite a few VR games, but none of yes. them really looked like terribly intriguing, I guess, to me. I mean, for me, it's like I... I don't have VR. I'm not probably not getting VR as much as I'm really I do. I would like a, like to be able to play VR. It's just not a practical option in my future right now, uh, especially with me trying to afford a wedding and still buying video games. So um, the reality is I'm, just, I'm not getting a VR. And so the VR games, while cool, it's like, oh, that's neat that they're, they're doing this thing. They still VR still looks like it's locked in the past. And it's going to be a while before it gets to a spot where I would like to be with a VR game. Does that make sense? I've yeah, played a little bit of PlayStation VR, uh, you know, like way back when it first came out. And I was like, this is interesting, but I wouldn't want to do this more than like, I don't know, a couple hours a year. <laughs> yeah. As someone who has had, let's see, I have a quest. And uh, I had a PlayStation VR and I like both of them, but I don't use them very regularly. I don't have the PlayStation VR anymore. And it's kind of saddens me that the VR two isn't backwards compatible. Yeah. Um, But there is a Star Wars game on there that I want to play. But I'm with you, dude. Like I will probably buy it eventually just because I am the type of person who just I'm like, that's a cool gaming thing. So I want it. Yeah. Uh, But it will not. I'm certain that i won't use a ton of it so Got uh, it. it is cool that playstation came out and now has like the what is considered the best of vr which yeah i i didn't anticipate it surpassing the steam one the steam yeah. vr whatever i didn't called. i didn't realize that i i so i always thought the oculus what was it the quest was the quest 2 um MetaQuest 2. MetaQuest, whatever it is. I always thought that was the uh, the well, like wildly regarded as the best. I think it, well, the Valve the Index one. was supposed to be the best PC driven one. Oh, maybe, think. maybe okay. But but it's I like mean, super expensive, right? It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a, the headset itself is like a grand, and yeah. you have to put stuff up all over the oh. place. I guess. Um, I don't know. The other thing from the state of play, they showed you there's a demo for humanity that's out. Mm. Are you inter- interested in that at all? No, nope. I, I only laugh because it's just like it's so it seems like it would be a fun little game if it came to like uh, PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. and I didn't have to buy it, but I don't think I would I would buy it, which I, I feel like that's maybe that's why they're showing it so much. It, maybe it'll be dropped as such as well like I've, a... I've seen like some people on twitter say that they're, they're playing the demo and it's like they they're loving the demo and i'm like oh, oh well maybe well. it's a, it's gonna be a good game it just looks very i don't know blah it, it looks like it could be really cool but i just don't watching clips of it it doesn't do anything for me yeah i'm with you i don't i'm not a big fan of puzzle games as is so um, then the, what else they showed Street Fighter 6 characters which yep. they brought back Zangief and Kami everybody's going nuts about Kami you'd be going nuts about she's British yeah no I th- I think the characters are cool looking yeah. let me say that yeah and, but... Uh, <laughs> but I have no desire to play a fighting game or get yeah. into a fighting game I neither am I I'm not so, I'm just not good at it um, me neither what else did they show um bunch of fucking vr stuff i'm just looking at their blog right now just trying to see it's like anything jogging my mind um naruto boruto game uh goodbye dinosaur (laughs) goodbye dinosaur high which actually or volcano high sorry volcano high which i'm actually kind of like that it looks like it would be a fun little game but it's also got like like music what is it um 
rhythm based act- features in it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, great. I just fucking muscled through a rhythm game. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of uh, Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah. yeah Did you ever yeah. play that game? And I that haven't. It had but some I know rhythm parts. I know that. I didn't really like style. it. It's just like a story driven game. I, d- I don't get into those. And they've we got announced that Chia is coming to um, uh, PlayStation Plus, so we get to try a cute little indie game with uh, with that. And cool. then they did like a huge Suicide Squad um, oh, trailer. Yeah. And I so, thought okay. that just looked like a game with yeah. guns. You, you know what's funny? I was more interested in it from that trailer than I've been at any other point of its like press like announcement trailer from the state of play yeah i was like you know what hey it actually looks enjoyable to play with buddies yeah not a game that i would ever play they're like you could play by yourself and an ai will fill in the the other members so you feel like you're in a team it's like yeah i i would never play that game by myself yeah i Um, I would always yeah. consider it. I put it in the same category as that Batman game that came yeah, out. Same. Nights, but, yeah, with, Nights. Uh, with all the not Batmans. Yeah, and it, I would put it in that same category where if it comes out and gets banger release or uh, scores and people are loving it, I would maybe give it a shot. But the, like a uh, uh, superhero game where you're using guns is not uh, creative to me. I think that's what the, the most of the people's takeaway. Um, I would play it if I got it on sale or if it came to like something like, I don't know, Game Pass or like a, like a feature like that where I didn't have to buy mm-hmm. it. Um, but I doubt I'm going to drop any. I'm not going to drop any money on Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, not no, even doubting either. it. I'm not doing that, which I have no I'm, interest. I'm still surprised Arkham Knights hasn't dropped to uh, Game Pass or something yet. Because yeah. it's been, I don't know, it's been quite a few months and I just don't see a lot of people buying it. You know what I mean? I would yeah. play it if it came to one of the services, but I'm not. Well, it's like, what is it? The Arkham series, the third one in the Arkham series. I, I thought personally, I thought the Arkham series got procedurally worse. Like, or uh, progressively. Uh, progressively. Sorry. Thank you. That's the word. Not procedurally. Um, I'm a podcaster. I know how to speak words. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, no, um, yeah, progressively worse. I thought that the Arkham Asylum was the best of them because of how restrained it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it still felt really good. Uh, I thought Arkham City, like, yes, it was a better game as far as like ever, all the mechanics and the way it looked. But I felt like by having that little mini open city aspect, it kind of, I don't know, I was less interested in that than i was like moving a moving through arkham asylum right i thought it was i don't know kind of felt a little cheesy and then in arkham was it arkham knight is the third one and you get the batmobile i thought the batmobile was hot garbage and then they're like like i played through that whole game and i got to the last I guess the last fight and it's just like you're it's a fight in a Batmobile and it's ridiculous and (laughs) the enemy if you fail it at any point you have to do the entire like 10 minute like stupid fight I remember that oh and I was just I did it like I think I did it like six or seven times and I didn't beat it and I was like you know what I'm good not beating this game I don't care who this person is and I deleted it off the PlayStation. I never touched it again. That's hardcore. Yeah. I was just like, I was so angry with like, this is such a bad choice to throw in your game at the very end. It's like, Hey, we did all this work putting this bad Batmobile in, uh, use it for basically one of the last fights in the game. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. Um, so yeah, I never finished it. And so then they're like, Hey, we're doing suicide squad. And I'm like, this just seems like a, uh, what is it? Uh, games of service, service game. And uh, everybody else was like, so totally, totally shocked. That it was a service game when the, like, when the leak happened. I was like, did we not realize that? Did we not like look at this game and it scream that like, I swore we knew this. Yeah. But apparently well, everybody like, was like, oh, I can't believe this. And I'm like, oh, really? I think it's, 
well, like you hope for something until yeah. you know that it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think anytime now that we have games like Destiny, anytime you have a game with more than one character at the same time, you assume that it's going to be a game as a service. Yeah, I guess and that's it. Gotham Knights wasn't one, and apparently it wasn't great. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think damned if you do, damned if you don't. I guess. Yeah, I just but, feel like I think what it is is. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get slapped so hard. Uh, I feel like uh, the DC video games in the most recent years have tried to be more like the DC movies. <laughs> As in, they've just made not good. Deliberate, deliberate choices to make them not good. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't sound wrong. I was going to say Avengers can't really say much more. But I, yeah. I enjoyed what little I played of Avengers on, yeah. on the story mode like if it were free on which i think it is free on uh game pass actually but if it were free on playstation i would probably actually have finished it but it's not and i don't really care to go back unless i'm super bored you know yeah that's that's but. fair that's i think that's uh, i wouldn't fault anybody for that are isn't it dying isn't it like if they're just like stopping like i, I think I don't so. know if the servers are shutting down but i think they're just like we're not doing any more effort into this game. yeah i think they are stopping they're not supporting it anymore but yeah i think servers are still alive but. yeah okay fair enough well I, let's that'll do it man i don't have anything else to talk about crushed it first try yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the hang of this thing, man. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, James. Where can people can find you? You can find me at Butlord Primus on Twitter, Instagram, you know, the usual PlayStation. All the things. All the you things. can find Chris at BG Occasion on Twitter, Angie at Stellar Smalls, me at Johnny Samsonite. You can find the podcast at Most Normal Or Yeah, right? Isn't it Most Normal Gamers? I'm tired. Games. Yeah, no, I get it. It it's is an MN Gamers podcast. Ah. Is the Twitter. <laughs> Email us podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. No wonder I haven't been getting it. You guys aren't <laughs> answering all my DMs. Uh, hit us up, voice or text at 507 291 2991. Website, mostlynormalgamers.com. MNGamers.substack.com. That'll do it. We will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.